0: Got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. You're ready yes. 100.9 FM 80s. Rocky Top Sports.
1: Good Tuesday to you and welcome inside the Party Pub Studios right here at WKVL, where we're grinding it out here on location, guys, uh, at the Party Pub. Got Carson Crouch next to me, got Jason Ward and, and Chris Hips on the controls over there. And, uh, and guys, you know, the first time of anything is kind of a, a little interesting event, but uh, you know, we're going to have a good time with it and excited to be here at the Party Pub.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, first, uh, first time here, and uh, we've been waiting for this, uh, this day for a little bit.
1: Absolutely. If, uh, if you're trying to follow us on Facebook Live, of course, technical difficulties come with any kind of change. And, uh, of course, uh, we are not uh, abbreviated from that, so we'll uh, try to work on that at our first break and get that going. But, uh, you know, here uh, tonight, we're, we're going to grind it out about a lot of cool little sports topics, talk about local, but also get to the national scene and talk a little balls along the way. So excited about what that's going to look like. And, uh, and you know, guys, just uh, just on location is always a fun thing to be. Again, appreciate the Party Pub for, for hosting us here. And then ultimately, uh, just a great venue. If you haven't been out to their new Midland Plaza location, uh, check that out because uh, what they're doing here with a, a much larger venue. And then ultimately, uh, you, you know, got karaoke. They've got dark tournaments twice a week. Uh, they've got a little something something for everybody and great food and great menu.
3: Yeah, good pool players coming here too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. if you're if you're listening, if you've uh, if you're on your way home from work or got something going on, uh, just head on by, check us out. We've got uh, some raffle tickets that are free of charge. Everybody likes free. And uh, fill that out. Uh, put your name on there. we have got some giveaways to do. Uh, got t-shirts, stickers, magnets. all grind swag that you would want or maybe not. And then also got some uh, got some giveaways from Smoky Mountain Axe House. Uh, got some giveaways from some other companies that uh, he's part of. East Tennessee Beef Jerky. Uh, yeah, yeah, I left that part out earlier. Yeah, oh, Beef yeah. Jerky in the bag. And then also some uh, car detail, decals to try to give that away. So, again, if you're out this way, Alcoa, New Midland Plaza, check it out and, uh, and get in there. But, guys, what a week of sports we've had. You know, a little highs and lows. If you're a Vol fan, that's the low part. Uh, but if you're uh, if you you know if you're anything else, uh, you, you know you, you kind of have had a lot lot of different things going on. You know, uh, Tiger Woods in the car accident. You, you know that that was really a, a shell shock moment yeah. for the world of sports. Just because here in a couple of weeks we're going to have the the Masters, and, and there's something about that Sunday red uh, that you're able to see, and, uh, and and you know it's just not going to be there. And and I think the last couple of weeks what they've been able to do uh, with with all the different players uh, wearing red on Sundays and kind of honor of tiger. I think that's been really cool. And really in, in, in my, my experience of the sports world, that's kind of different. You know, I, I know if, if, I don't know in your playing days or in, in, you know, in high school, yeah, you hate that for somebody, but it's, it's really not customary to wear somebody else's color. So I, I think that just speaks to what he's done for the sport. Oh, well, yeah, exactly.
3: That's exactly right. It just shows what he means to the to the sport of golf. You know, He, uh, it's kind of like back in the 80s in basketball. You know what I'm saying? You had bird and magic, and then you had the pretty much the rest of the field. And Tiger, uh, th- those guys, they passed the torch to Jordan, and then you had Nicholas and, you know, Watson yeah. and all those guys, and then they passed the torch to Tiger, and then he took it to another well, level really? just
1: like Jordan did. Yeah, know? and really, you know, when they passed the torch to Tiger, I mean – he was he was the, the torch bearer i mean there 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 was a, it was a lull in golf if you will and and he was a different kind of athlete and what he was able to do with marketing and different things for the sport really brought it to the forefront but then now you know he's in that transitional period you know towards the tail end of his career handing it off to guys like jordan speed right, right. uh you know ricky Fowler, and 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 really the the new age golfer and so so to see that and and, and honestly to to potentially have that cut short was tough and and to see all those guys just wear red in, in kind of honor of uh, of Tiger Woods was really cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I think 100%. I mean, when you have a figure like that in sports, uh, something like that happens, it shakes the world a little bit, especially in uh, a lot of golf fans, too. But not just golf fans, but people that know anything about sports. They hear Tiger is uh, almost been a fatal. Yeah, you know, He was in a fatal car accident. but Well, it was you know, fatal. But, a so, death, yeah. Yeah. Uh, almost could have happened there with uh, with his car accident. So everybody kind of was on the lookout, uh, a lot of prayers were
1: sent out, and obviously
2: uh, a big thing in the news um, that was pretty much shook the week.
1: Absolutely. You know, you want to talk about, and this is our headline sec segment. If, if you're listening and kind of wondering what's going on here, but uh, this is our headline section. Next is we're going to talk about, you know, talk about a tragedy, you know, when, when Kobe Bryant a year ago, when he passed away, you know, it kind of shook the sports world in a lot of different ways. And, and, and you know, over the course of time, you know, we've, we've hit the one-year mark, and Kyrie Irving's kind of drummed back up that, that discussion about changing the NBA logo uh, to be Kobe's likeness. And, uh, you know, some would say, you know, Jerry West, you know, that's the likeness of the current logo. Is that, a, is that a, something that needs to be changed? You know, I've read a lot of different things, and there's a lot of different opinions on it. Um, mine is, uh, it's, it's kind of a timeless thing. I feel like if you start changing that side of the sport, it really gets a little muddy. All of a sudden, it becomes the next great player. Oh, there's the new logo. Next great player, there's the new logo. So, in my opinion, I want to keep it square, but what what do you guys think? Do you think uh, a player, uh, the stature of Kobe Bryant, really, uh, you know, is that something that needs to be uh, messed with, really?
2: Start with you, Carson. Um, I mean, I think I, I think it's something that it obviously was very hard to lose. Kobe Bryant. I mean, we've talked about that with multiple you know athletes. When something like that happens, it's a lot of things change in the sports world. A lot of things try to come out uh, with new new things. And I think with Kyrie bringing that up, um, that Kobe could be you know a, a picture, the new NBA logo. That could be something to talk about. I obviously think it would need to be. Um, need to be voted on of course you know I don't know around who but yeah. it just it's a, it's a big change especially from going from that um, you know that MJ logo
1: and, and well it's, it's a Jerry West well, logo, it's a Jerry West it's, yeah. logo and me. and here's my thing and that that's kind of the the point you make is exactly where I'm going to go with it if Michael Jordan does not change the logo who's going to change yeah, the that's logo what I'm y- you know so to yeah. me that you know Here's the deal. That's why the NFL is a shield. It's not a picture of Jack Lambert. It's not a picture of, of Ray Lewis. It's not a picture of whoever you want. I don't know why I only pick linebackers, but uh, it, it's just it, it's not a player thing. It's it's the greater good kind of deal. And so, to me, the N- M- NBA logo is Jerry West's likeness, but they'll they'll argue that and say that it's just a standard player. But to me, it's been that way for a long time. Why mess with it? I, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. What do you say, Chris? Chris, you've been over there quiet, kind of rustling the mic. Uh, what you got? I mean, I'm in agreement. I think Kobe would be a
4: great fit for it, and Jerry West himself, you know, has actually put in the past that he
1: thinks or thinks Kobe would be great for it. Well, he, yeah. I mean, a Laker saying a Laker would be good for a logo. Yeah. That doesn't shock me at all.
3: Well, like like you said, if you're going to change it, uh, I mean, and then they change it to Kobe. Well, what hap- what happens if something happens
1: to Michael Jordan?
3: Yeah, and then I mean, how can you not? Make the greatest player ever
1: to be the logo. Yeah, and and so that's where I think it gets really, really kind of wopsided. That's a word, wopsided. Wops. But uh, you know, I just think it's it's one of those things that if if that was going to be the the path we went down, I think we would already started. You know, there would have been a time uh, where it was Kareem. There would have been times where it was Larry Bird. There would have been times where it was Magic. Uh, and, and and again, I think another another item that just to just to consider. Is when you when you make something like the face of a franchise or a face of a of a sport, I, I think a lot of times it needs to be a timeless situation because if if something comes out, you know, Kobe had his his dark days too. You know, is that something you want to tie to the to the logo of 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 a league? You, you know, and then later on in life, something comes out. I, I just think leave it the way it is. There's okay. a reason why it's worked this long.
3: Well, I mean, everybody's everybody's got a. A dark past. A pass. So everybody's yeah. got a pass. I mean, you can look at MJ, yeah. and you can look at Larry Bird. I, I know. It's hard to believe, right? Perfection but, had a pass. Exactly. Yeah, everybody's got a pass, <laughs> but you, you win You win their hearts back over with the 60-point finale your last game. You know what I mean?
1: You're talking about Kobe.
3: Yeah. Well, oh.
1: I mean, he had about 60 points worth the defense played on him. i But anyway, I, that's not what we're about here. But uh, you know, kind of moving on with the headlines. NASCAR stays in Florida uh, three straight weeks. I thought it was kind of weird. You know, they they raced the Daytona 500, then they went uh, to the Daytona Road Course, which was kind of cool. Then they go to Homestead. I'm like, I'm like, don't you want to spread that warm weather around a little bit? You <laughs> know, don't you want to you know race in Daytona and then go to North Carolina? Then they race in Daytona and go to you know go to Delaware. Go what about, wherever. What about the young kids winning all these races? Well, William Byron's actually like 26 years old. He looks about 12 and a half. He looks like that guy. I would <laughs> argue over being 12. I'm 12 and a half.
3: Well, didn't Bell win the week before?
1: Yeah, Christopher Bell got yeah. his first win. And then uh, 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 Mc- Michael McDowell yeah. wins the 500. He's not a young kid, but he's just, uh, he's just really uh, not always had the best gear best to, to get it done in. But right. I just thought it was kind of weird. I think it's good for the sport to, to kind of be in a, a market that's, you know, I think they're wheelhouse is the Tennessees, the Carolinas, the Georges. But really when they get out in California, when they go to Florida, when they go up in the, in the upper, you know, Northeast, I think that's when NASCAR really starts to grow. And, and so to me, I thought it was kind of cool that they kind of stayed down there, I thought it was funny that the rain got them, which doesn't surprise me, but. I like,
3: I like the fact that more than uh, one person's winning. I know it's still early in the season, oh, yeah. but you got the, the Hamlins that won last year right. a lot,
1: uh, who else? Uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. I yeah. mean, Kyle Busch wins quite a bit. Yeah, Even last year, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pen. And everybody cheers right then. Uh, Look at that.
3: Except for my mother. She's uh, a big Kyle fan. She, she oh. like M's.
1: Well, I Kyle Busch. <laughs> I was like, hey, I like Eminence. The car is like, one of my favorite. But anyway, NASCAR nonetheless continued to move right along. Three different winners, three races. Again, starting to, to really cramp up the, uh, the postseason picture because there's only 16 spots, and three of them's already taken away. So, uh, spring training for Major League Baseball again not a not a topic we've got a whole segment for, but something to mention. I know Brad White, the the owner here at Party Pub, he's a big Rays fan. Watched a little Tampa Bay there as we uh, as as I was prepping for today. Uh, they got some really good players. I mean, Yankees fans, so I really hope they don't do that good. But uh, you know, it is what it is. The Braves are looking good again. You know, I think they've got some pieces. They need pitching. But I think they've got some good pieces to work with, but ultimately, I think it's the Dodgers Yankees league right now, just for the money and uh and you know I think it's going to be funny to see who who kind of breaks that out. Don't sleep on the Blue
3: Jays this year.
1: heard it here first
3: two and O two and oh, it's a good one.
1: Good
2: record so far <laughs> I don't sleep on the white sox either. I know yeah, the, he's the a first, big white sox first first game we lost, but I mean we're we're just the beginning, just the beginning, just another good West Coast
4: team. San Diego padres are mm-hmm. loaded too. They
3: are. Laundry. Marlins are two and zero. Atlanta's two and one. So I just don't like the fact that the best player, in, in my opinion, in baseball, Mike Trout, is on a, a mediocre team.
1: Hey, we're yeah. going to talk here in a minute about a, a pretty good player on a mediocre team, JJ Watt. we'll get there just just shortly. Ooh. But uh, but anyway, uh, prep basketball as we wrap up what has been a quick first segment. Uh, prep basketball here. Uh, in Blunt County, still got a, several teams active and, and looking to tr- try to continue their season. Alcoa girls have moved into the region championship in AA, uh, so they'll have an opportunity to get a sub-state berth. So they have at least two more games in their, in their future, so they'll play tomorrow night for a region championship. And then the Maryville Red Rebels, the Lady Rebels, have punched their ticket to the region championship. They defeated Oak Ridge and come from behind fashion uh, to get, get out in front and get to the regional championship. Uh, a really good Oak Ridge team. I think that really uh, that's, that's a, paying a lot of paper uh, to get get where they need to be, but excited about the Lady Rebels uh, getting into the, the region championship. That game actually will be broadcast tomorrow on our st- sister station. Sister station. That's another word I put out there. <laughs> but on our sister station, WGAP, tomorrow night 105.9 FM, 1400 AM. But uh, and, and then the boys, uh, the Rebel boys tonight, have an opportunity to punch their ticket to the region championship. So three teams still in the hunt. William Blunt, uh, season came to a close there in the district tournament. And then Heritage Girls uh, just right on the cusp of getting another opportunity to continue right. to play and just, just fell just short. But Man, they gave great, all they wanted. Great season all the way around. They pushed the uh, the, the Bearden team that, that really has uh, dominated East Tennessee for the better part of this season. And uh, their lone loss came from a Blunt County team. Alcoa girls defeated those, those lady bulldogs, but, uh, but, uh, heritage gave them all they wanted. I think they lost by like four or six points, but when you factor in late game, um, you, you know, free throws, it's, right. it was a really close game. So, uh, wish all the best to the rebels and lady rebels and the lady tornadoes. as They'll continue to push through, uh, trying to make a trip to Murfreesboro one that hopefully, uh, uh, we can, we can take with them. So, uh, excited about that, but our first se- our first segments come to a close. Brought to you by Tressa LeQuire of Realty Executives Group. Again, wish her- if you need to buy or sell a home, you need to check out Tressa. Her slogan's from the kitchen table to the closing table, but she'll meet you anywhere in between. She'll take care of you. She'll get you sold. She'll get you bought. And uh, and like I said, she'll she'll give you good honest feedback about both of those scenarios. So uh, check out Tressa LeQuire Realty Executives Group. She's on Facebook. Uh, and also, uh, again, she, she is out in our community, so shouldn't be hard uh, to find her as well. But uh, we're going to take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, uh, we're going to jump into our NFL free agency talk. As J.J. Watt has a new team, there's a couple other players still in the moving segment. And then really, who can be most beneficial in NFL free agency? A lot of people's looking to the draft, but you can't have both. So how's that going to work, and what are we going to do Uh, to talk it out. But come on back. We're here at the Party Pub. Come see us at New Midland Plaza right here as we grind it out. We'll uh, take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to The Grind. You don't want to miss it.
5: Are you looking for
1: a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slide on over to the party pub at their brand new location in new Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The party pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends. Watch that big time fight and catch that big orange game on one of the pub's 12 big time TV. The party pub's kitchen also has a jam packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings. And believe me, It's all great-tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at 7.30. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for a good time, check out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blount County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's
5: always a good time. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators
6: Association. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa LeClar with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa LeClair 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa LeClair appreciates all Blunt county manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeClair with Realty Executive Associates 865-221-5610 and let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the grind time hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the
5: grind and dial 865-223-8421. From Blunt County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Maryville, Rocky Top Sports.
1: on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything to grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
6: The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Marable is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this show?
6: We can make that happen. Hit
1: us up on our email. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind On 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: Welcome back inside the Party Pub Studios of WKVL. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be here. Guys, we're uh, we're having some uh, some techy issues, but you know what? We're going to grind on anyway. Uh, joined in by Mister Robert Boone, Booner, as we uh, affectionately call him, and uh, Carson yeah. Crouch yeah. over here. Chris Hips on the controls over there, and uh, y- you know the next topic is one that that we we've, we've banged around on for a couple of weeks now. It's just free agency in the NFL and and what it's going to to look like and how it can affect different teams. But really looking at it. JJ Watt. Earlier in the week, I thought I thought our topic was going to be our topic was going to be Bills, Titans, or Packers. Where does JJ end up? Yesterday, there was a little uh, little sneaky thing that came out early in the morning, and everybody's you know expecting him to be a Packer. And then the next thing you know, he releases something that says "source: colon me Arizona Cardinals." That's all we needed to know. And he's he's sitting there doing the little. He's doing like a little lap bench or whatever with the Arizona Cardinals gear on. And, 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 you know, I'm like, what? where did they come from? Why do you release your top three teams if what you're really doing is going to go to the Cardinals? And and a lot of people yeah. today, I've, I've tried to dig in and, and dive and see what's going on. As um, as Tressa Lequire just walked into the place, look at her, look at her. If you need a house, she's right here right now, locked in for a few minutes. But, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, J.J., rolls out these three teams, and I'm like, okay, I can see where you fit in all these three spots. But then he goes to Arizona, and I'm like, he just chased dollar bills. He didn't chase yeah, rings. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think on there? Um, I don't know. I don't.
2: I think he went to a team that, I mean, he could have went to somewhere where already has a team that's prominent and has a uh, good-looking season ahead of him. I mean, Packers could have been a good place. Uh, Titans needed one of those defenders to get set that uh, defense a little bit. Um, a, a lot better separation from them and a couple other teams. But mainly I'd have to go with, I think the Cardinals, it's not the worst team he could have went to, but it's not a team anybody expected. And I think
1: why, that's why it's so
2: unexpected, is because he goes somewhere where it wasn't
1: it wasn't anything on a list. Well, Boone, I'll, I'll tell you this. Somebody today told me that uh, he messed up. He should have went to the Browns. Do you know how bad a decision has to be when they say you should have went to the Browns? <laughs> We're not accustomed to hearing those, those <laughs> yeah, words. Not yet put together like that. Guys, he, he did a great job of creating interest. And I see the Cardinals kind of as being outside the fence, thinking, oh, we don't have a chance. Look who he's talking to. And they put their money where their mouth was, $23 million guaranteed. I must say, guys, it's going to be exciting watching him with Chandler Jones. Yeah, I mean, that, that's two he's rushers. A, he's yeah. going to draw a double-team block it it's gonna be pick your poison. And uh it's just a matter do you guys think the offense can kind of uh pick up and take advantage of what uh the defense is gonna have here now? Here's the thing, Carson. You, you know, he got thirty one mil, twenty three I think's guaranteed money, and that's great money, but but here's the thing, this is a guy that that up until last year hadn't played a sixteen game schedule. So I'm I'm nervous that he's actually gonna play all this and then I think with Kyrie or what's her what's her What's your quarterback's Kyler, name? Kyler, Kyler Murray. I was about to yep. said Kyrie Murray. I just merged two sports and didn't even work. But uh but you know, Kyler Murray, he is so explosive that he, he's also a double edged sword because he's either gonna score and you're gonna have to be back on the field really fast, or he's gonna be three and out and you're gonna be back on the field real fast. I to me, I, I don't know that I like the fit. You know, some people say, well, you know, maybe it's just best for he and his wife and the family and different things. And I hope if that's, if that's the case, then I'm, I'm all on board for that. But uh, I heard last week ring chasing. I heard a lot of that uh, wanting to go to an elite franchise, different things like that. And, and no, no disrespect to any Cardinals fans that may be listening, but I, I just don't see that in, in the, the Red Sea or the, uh, the Bird Nation, as he called it. I don't see it now.
2: And I don't see it in the next two or three years, but I can see it here down the road with an emerging quarterback in Kyler Murray. Mobile quarterbacks is the game now. He's Um, mobile. Quarterback, he is. He's mobile and agile, and I think he could do a lot here in the coming season. Not only that, they got a good wide receiving core. Um, Add a little bit more on that running back side. Add a uh, one or two offensive linemen, and you got yourself an elite offense. On this defensive side, as you see, already working to get some defenders. In a way, I, I could see it down the road. But if, if JJ Watt said that he was looking for a ring here in the next one to two years,
1: which everybody thought he would go for that,
2: I agree. I don't think this is the team to do that.
1: Well, here's the deal here, and this is the bare bones side of it. Uh, you know, they they uh, they're not necessarily the best team in the NFC. They're they're not even the best team in their division. Uh, their their Super Bowl odds went up from seven to one to six to one when JJ added. So it's it's not like it was a game changer. I think he can be he can he can be impactful. Uh, he can do good things, but I, I just think uh, this is a move to uh, to be in a good uh, climate. It's a it's a move to have uh, you, you're both athletes, so you can year round train close to your home, uh, and it's a it's an opportunity uh, to kind of ride out being uh, writing your own story. I mean, those those kind of things are good for JJ, uh, but I just don't think he got to a place where uh, where he could get a ring, but. Uh, just to kind of break out here, uh, if you're at the Party Pub, come on back here to the back, back here at the Tiki Bar. Uh, sign up for some free stuff. We've uh, we've got little raffle tickets, no cost to, to input your name. Put it in here at the top of the hour. We'll draw for one giveaway that has, uh, uh, I think I'll give away the DraftKings gift card uh, the first time. It'll be that, a T-shirt, stickers, magnets, wristbands. You will be equipped with grind swag from one bag uh, here as our giveaway will happen, and then at seven o'clock, we'll do the same. If you see a big guy in a blue shirt walking around, he's with me he <laughs> is He is wanting to get you back yeah. here uh, to uh, to get signed up. so again, uh, he's telling you good things and follow him. you won't be let down but uh but Boone, talk about some other free agents that's kind of in the mix. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, you know that that seems to be like a cuff and link for the most part. But uh, really, uh, Russell's kind of, uh, he's getting a little perturbed with the stagnant offense. I think he's wanting to have a little bit more control. He's wanting to have some more pieces around him. And uh, I I don't know that Russell states. You know what? This story broke. uh, I must say, I kind of, I see Russell's side to it. Um, Basically, he's saying we're going to put some heat on Pete. He won't come out and say it. He uh, don't, Pete. He don't, <laughs> Pete, Pete. I <laughs> he just he and his <laughs> that's the headline. we just waiting. <laughs> at him. Yeah, he and his agent. Uh, they just understand this. Uh, Pete has so much control. Uh, the general manager has so much control, and he's kind of playing the card. Guys that Brady played. He, he's just saying, let's go public with it. Uh, Dak. Uh, he, he would even. Uh, Russell would go play for the Cowboys. See the difference is, is is with with Brady it was a little different. He he had the he had the hardware to kind of back his story up. With with Dak I think it's an agent that just wants a lot of money out of this deal. And and then but Russell like he's just been such a worker the whole time he's been in the league. I just think he really wants the Seahawks to be the best and and he's wanting to have his input uh, to do so. And so I'm I'm interested in how this shakes out just because it's it's ultimately um, this is a guy who, you know, when he was at NC State, he was all Wolfpack. When he when he was at Wisconsin, it was all Badgers. And then ultimately, uh, as he's been to the Seahawks, it's it's a college esque experience because he's always saying yeah. go Hawks" at the end of the, the when he has an interview or what have you. So uh, this is a guy when he talks. If I was the Seahawks, I'd listen just because I, I think he's a he's a piece to the puzzle that you've got to have to win championships. But yeah. uh, but but next, Deshaun Watson. Is this guy like? Is this like the next thing? Like this is the next level of uh, name any sitcom or or whatever you want to call it soap opera really here lately? But uh, Deshaun Watson's circus is still moving along. The, the The Houston Texans have said and said again, we're not trading this guy. But the rumors and the and the stories just continue to, to swirl. What, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's been back and forth. I mean, it's like a it's like a tennis match. I mean, it's it's from Deshaun Jude'll, Watson. Jude will appreciate that. Yeah,
2: he will. And if you listen, and, I, and that was for you, Judas, uh, <laughs> I think I think mainly it's just like you hear Deshaun Watson and you hear rumors that he wants to leave. Then you hear the Texans say, no, we're going to keep him. And then you hear Deshaun Watson say he doesn't want to leave. And then you hear the Texans say they want to get rid of him. I don't know what's true and what isn't. I'm just waiting for another headline when I wake up in the morning that says Deshaun Watson has signed a deal with somewhere either staying with the Texans or somewhere else. I I think that in in Deshaun Watson's defense, I think we're losing J.J. Watt, and he's not the first to go. I, I think Deshaun Watson is, is just getting started in his career. Like I said, with uh, with moving quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson being one, Deshaun Watson, uh, a couple of those guys, I think he could really emerge at, at a different team with a little bit more weapons on his side.
1: Well, you, what says you, Boone? You, you've got a little coaching experience. Is this is this a game? Is this, is somebody playing the cards, or is this uh, is this really a volatile situation? That it sounds like if excuse me, if he and JJ are in a card game, they lean over and they whisper, uh, "Get the money up there, get the money up there." Yeah, me too, brother. Chicago Bears uh, ten hours ago apparently have a pipe dream offer, and then I think I read somewhere uh, five hours ago uh, Washington was, was in the picture. Uh, anything is possible. Uh, follow the money. Is all I have right, to say right. at this point. And he is, he's piquing some interest and he's getting those dollar bills up there. It looks like, well, I, I'll tell you this, and this is where we're going with this free agency versus the draft. Whoever, whoever swings for Deshaun Watson, even if it's, uh, I I think even if it's, if it's, if it's Houston, I, I think they're, they're making their bed to, to kind of yeah. sit there with it because, Looks like Chris may have something. Did you finally get something worked out? Well, I actually had
4: a friend uh was asking me a question earlier. I guess he heard about it, but a team was, or a guy he was asking about was J.J. White, you know, you just mentioned went to Arizona.
3: Yeah.
4: He's heard rumors out of Arizona, where he's from, that they might be trying to pull off a switch for Deshaun Watson. My question is, would you really give up Kyler Murray no.
1: and draft picks for somebody like Deshaun Watson? So so I think if you look at what that would do, yeah, you get DeAndre Hopkins and and, uh, and Deshaun Watson back together. Yeah, that dynamic is, is amazing. But the problem is what you're going to have to give up because you're going to have to give up all your first-round picks. You're going to have to give up everything to make it happen. And I don't know. I think sometimes, I, you know, um, you've got to remember the good times and you've got to build new memories. I think that's what this I, situation is. I think that would be dumb.
2: I mean, Kyler Murray threw for 3,971 yards and 26 touchdowns. In the 2020 season, his first season, threw for 3,722 and 20 touchdowns. He's uh, he's going to be a guy in the making that's going to change the franchise. Yeah, I would I tell you,
0: I, it,
2: it, he I'm might a, be
1: small, but I mean, he's putting up numbers like I've just seen. I've seen RG three get like took apart. So to me, if you give me on on a flat surface, Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray, yeah, absolutely, I want Deshaun Watson. Like it, that's just my opinion, but maybe not as a fantasy quarterback, maybe not as a you, you know as a lot of different things, but. That, how close is your friend, Chris, to the, to the situation? Where does where's he live at? Uh, he's a big, big
4: Cardinals fan. He lives out uh, just outside of Phoenix. And so, like I said, it was just His a story's probably a lot closer yeah. than mine. <laughs> so they were just rumbling out there, I guess, you know, maybe like small groups about it. But people were actually wanting to try to get Watson out there instead of Murray. A lot of people think he don't have
1: Oh, the potential I
4: guess that Watson has, but I'm I would argue
1: thinking. that uh, Cliff Kingsbury doesn't have the potential <laughs> that Deshaun Watson has. But uh, anyway, that's an interesting point, an interesting dynamic to kind of spin. Uh, but but really, kind of looking at, at what this uh, this segment has been and what it's developing in. One is there is there a team that really in free agency can benefit the most? Because I'm, I'm, I was looking today, and, and it's amazing, the landscape of the NFL and what it's, what it's developed into. Because if you really look at it, if you really look at it, there, there's so many teams that had good draft classes the last couple of years and what they're going to have to do uh, to repay that. You know, a lot of like the Browns, for instance, they had a really good draft class a couple of years ago and had Baker Mayfield and Ward. Well, not my Ward, but another Ward. But, uh, he, uh, you know, he, uh, they're going to have to pay that bill this year. So can they really go crazy in trading around to try to build this team? I, I don't think so. I think
2: the biggest team in the, in the free agency um, that could get somebody. I think the Bears getting a QB. Um, you take Mitchell in free agency. agency. Yeah, pulling pulling a guy like pulling a guy like Deshaun Watson for example, I think could be a big thing for them, especially with their defense being so well. Um, they have some weapons in the wide receiving, you know, the wide receiving core. Pull a running back in the draft and got yourself a QB in free agency. I think that could be big for them.
1: And, and, you know, it's amazing, you know, the Jets are another team that, that a lot of people put Deshaun Watson on that list. Oh, and I, I just hope I just hope for his oh, sake Lord. that's not the case. But, uh, but yeah, I think the Bears are in a, in a pretty good spot to, to make some hey, hay. What, what do you say, Bo? I agree with you with the Bears. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Bears did not end up with Deshaun Watson. Uh, of course, part of this is just going through the process, listening uh, as far as uh, Chris was saying, ago, Chris, they have to listen to all the, the trade offers and do the proper steps. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised to uh, see Mr.
4: Watson end up with the Bears. That's a hefty asking price. though. I mean, right now they're seeing around three first-round picks. So I mean, that's just incredible to think some teams willing to give that up. But as we just saw, what did uh, Detroit get for um,
1: Matt Stafford? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where did he go to the Rams? Yeah. yeah. And, and and here's the deal players like that, deals like that really upset the market. And and it's like Dak Prescott wanting forty plus mil. It's it's gonna rock the market because yeah. Dak, if he gets that kind of money, what's it gonna do to the rest of the market? So I think I think people are looking and comparing other offers and trying to get what they want. And and it's kind of one of those deals with Houston. They're sitting there going, Listen, we have a great quarterback. He don't like me. But we're we're together, we're, yeah. and and it's one of those yeah, deals yeah. where I'm going to say three first round picks is what it takes to get them. And if somebody pays that, then we'll separate. But otherwise, yeah. you'll yeah. either sit out or you'll you'll play for us. Yeah. And, and I think you know that's the that's the nasty side of the business. But ultimately, that's what they're doing. If they if they want their pieces badly enough, they'll involve other people for trades and include those. But uh, guys, someone else to Colts? Have you thought about that? They check uh, both boxes. So see, they've got uh, they got oh uh, Carson Lynch. They traded for him now. I- I'm not saying that you, you couldn't. You talking about Philadelphia? Yeah, they just need to get Nick Foles back and be happy. Like I'm just
2: kidding. Uh, I mean, it's a thing where I mean,
1: well, a lot of people were like, well, yeah, Nick Foles needs to come over
2: and start over Carson. I mean, it was it was to the fact where it was not like you Carson, not, not me. I mean, you, I, yeah, him. yeah. I mean. Hey, I'm I'm Kyler Murray's height, so I, I could go out there and throw throw
1: some throw some football. What about the skins? Jason Ward throws that in from the from side court. What about the skins? Redskins? Oh, I'm sorry, Washington oh, football team. I was about to say, yeah, uh, the Washington they are the, football they are team. the Redskins well, yeah. here in Alcoa. <laughs> they're, they're the, a lot of
2: people still have all that, uh, but I don't. Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he wasn't the move. He wasn't the guy. Well, um, I, think, I think his off the hit, field hit, issues get, was not yeah. the move.
4: I mean, you got to look at uh, besides Watson, uh, who really is on the free agent or a free agent quarterback out there. I mean, you got what famous Jameis as a second best option right now.
2: Yeah, That's well, a, him under the Saints I, three eight. At Google knows. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a couple other. Ones. Well, here's the thing with Dak Prescott. I don't know how much I'd pay for him after an injury like that. Think, you never know how you can come back from that.
4: I mean, you got um, you got Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. You got Cam Newton. Uh, uh, I mean, that's why a lot of Mitch Trubisky—he's a one-year I deal. Mean, you look at Mel Cop- uh Mel board right now. There's it's five, five quarterbacks coming off in the first right. ten picks because the free agent, you know, Miles Watson. There's nobody
2: out there that or, yeah, really Lawrence will be, right be gone. Starters. Fields will be gone.
1: Well, and and I think you know, in, in any kind of free agency market, people that aren't on the market are on the market. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Kyler Murray ain't on the market, but obviously there's a rumor that he is. So I I don't know that there's a window that you sit there and go, it's like, you know, and, and, and Tress will appreciate this. If she's listening, but uh, it's like real estate. If you like that house, just show up and ask them how much they want for it. There is a number they'll take. And so I think if you look at it, you, uh, you you know, you see what you want, what makes your team click and ultimately just lock it in. Uh, And and so I I think the sky's the limit. I think Deshaun Watson will play somewhere else. I think the, the the uh, the the relationship is broken to a point that I I don't believe it's going to get corrected and I think he's legitimately Le'Veon Bell enough uh, to set out like yeah. he, he just won't play and so I I think you know there will be a changing of the guard there in Houston where he goes uh, we don't know I mean I think the one with the most uh, most play is probably the Jets I mean they have the most picks to to be able to move around and and to fulfill what the, the the Texans want But one th- <clears throat> one thing's for certain: everyone needs really good playmakers. Um, there's a lot out there. It's going to be interesting to see how many the Colts get, how many the Bengals get. Um, like you said, uh, the Browns—they're going to
5: add a few, keep what they got.
1: Hey, I think I think Boone, we might have tweaked some interest from Mount Dandridge Way and uh, Skeeter from Thornhill. I think we got you live on here. What's up, man? Yeah, heck yeah, man! How you doing, Wayne Skeeter from Thornhill in Dandridge, right? Well, uh, it's from Thornhill. You, I'm <laughs> from Newport, but I live in Maryland, right?
4: Exactly, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I was listening. I was listening to you, uh, loving the loving the Deshaun Watson talk. Uh, I don't know how I feel about all this. Like, is everybody going to trade the farm to get him? Like, well, I know where if, you if want you him trade to trade everybody. I, I do not want him to go to the Panthers for the price that they want. <laughs> like a, that's ridiculous. He's a big. I, no, you can't. You can't. You can't give up the farm. I saw McCaffrey in the deal. You know, Brian Burns. This is some first round picks. I mean, they're, they're talking like you know the future first round picks, first round pick players. That'd be like six first round picks. Ain't nobody worth that. They, they could pick up somebody in the third round, fourth round, and hope. You know, Bridgewater ain't the answer, but
1: you know. I uh, yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, you, you know, if if it's me, uh, baggage and and hype and and really like. Uh, Money grubbing agents is not the the path I would want to go if I was a franchise. So yeah, I think guys like Mac Jones. I think guys like yeah, uh, you know sure. uh, some of those. Uh, well, what's the North Dakota State kid? Uh, the quarterback, Lance. Yeah, I'm, I mean there's there's You've players the, in the BYU. Draft. Um, yeah. the BYU that BYU, Wilson, right? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think he, I think there's something. players that you can sit there and say, make your name. Right. You know, we're not we we may not have the the floors not as high. But the ceiling's way higher, yeah. and so I think uh, I, I like that that take. But what do you think about JJ to uh, to, to Arizona skier?
4: Uh, you know, I'm kind of liking it. You know, they they're they're slowly building. You know, something that Bruce Arians tried a few years ago. They got him a receiver. They got Hopkins, uh, arguably one of the top, probably three receivers in the game. Uh, never drops a pass. Uh, Kyler Murray slowly coming along. Uh, I think if they trade Kyler, is it, what, what, the trade—were you talking about Kyler Murray for Watson straight up, or were they giving Murray and uh, the next twelve-year picks for, for you know? <laughs> it's a, if you're asking
1: Houston, I think it's the latter. But
4: yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I would stick with Murray. I'd roll with Murray. Uh, he's not played horrible. Uh, you add Watts who's a good leader on defense that they definitely need. Uh, I think they're parting ways with Patrick Peterson, so that was needed.
1: Um, Anytime you can get rid of somebody from LSU, I'm just kidding. I mean, anybody LSU fan, I just I like to poke when I can. What do you think about JJ not having a number, Skeeter?
4: Uh, you know, I, I I tried googling a little bit of Texan stuff before I called because I didn't want to sound like a complete moron. You know, at some <laughs> things, and it, it looks like he's going with 99. When I when I googled the Texans, watch was the first thing that came
1: up. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, of course, the daughter of the. Uh, deceased college hall of fame player was really, uh, happy to allow that uh, number to be unretired. Who, who had it at 99? Um, Marlon, uh, Goldman, he, he was, uh, a defensive weapon and, a a star, uh, for way back in the day, the Chicago Cardinals. I'm going to tell you, if you if you listen to this show and Boone's on it and you don't learn something, like, you'll just learn the way out yeah. you'll, you'll just right. learn that I say words the wrong way, but with Boone, like, I, I didn't know that guy. Honestly, I don't know that I knew the Chica- there, there no, was a I Chicago – I didn't either. I'm learning something new every day. Yeah, Pat uh, <clears throat> – Do you have Pat, season tickets? Pat Summerall played Boone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Pat Sumarall, right? yeah, well, Pat, uh, Pat he, him and old John Madden. Yeah, he, com- he complained they uh, they didn't even have water. Their uh, equipment <laughs> was falling apart. They were really uh, shortly of the NFL <laughs> franchise. Oh, yeah. Well, well, here's the deal. '99 made it through. Yeah, but uh, that's a pretty neat story. They said we're a big fan of JJ. We would love to bring the jersey down from the Raptors and let him wear it. So pretty cool. Hey, hey, Skeeter, we, we talked a little bit, and then we're, we're going to have to get to a break here shortly, but uh, what, what teams, in your mind, can, can really improve the most through free agency? Because, you know, I think in, in today's free agency, everybody's price tag is super high, and, and, you know, they want the years, they want the money, but yet the team that's going to have to get them has to give up so much in the draft. Is there a team that could legitimately move into contendership through free agency?
4: Oh, goodness, I don't know. I know they got the – is it the big ESPN deal is possibly coming up soon where they could make a ton of money and increase all this? Um, I don't know. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of good things. The Cardinals, I think they helped themselves getting J.J. Watt, now having Hopkins. You know, they could be some nice little suitors for them. But as far as free agents this year, I don't know of any huge names. Um But you know, maybe the Browns, maybe the Browns also. You might think maybe somebody mentioned that, Uh, but if they can, I think they got to ink Baker for a few more years
2: before they can think about that. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, with Baker Mayfield, you just you have to give him. I think another year or two just to see how he plays out because it's it's kind of off and on with him, and we saw that this season,
1: kind of later in the year, he started playing
2: playing how they wanted him to, um, just so in a little bit of inconsistency, we'll see what
1: happens. I, I'll tell you, Baker Mayfield, and, and, and being a Tennessee fan, you, you have nightmares about Baker Mayfield. I was, in the, I was in the stadium when he basically became Baker Mayfield. You know, it, it was, I think, what was it, 20, 2015, 2016? I can't remember. Those are certain dates you put out of your mind, right? You, you were there. But, uh, but yeah, I remember being there. We were in control per se. We were that was going to be another. Uh, well, I was about to say another, but a signature win for that coaching staff it was going to be a, a key moment. And then Baker Mayfield literally single-handedly just first down, first down, dragging them forward, dragging them forward. Next thing you know, he defi- you know he beats Tennessee, and then and then the story's written. You know, all the the uh, not tall enough, not strong enough, not fast enough, but he wins. He, he's kind of a he was an Oklahoma version of Johnny Football, and and so. I like Baker Mayfield. I like the way he plays the game. I like the emotion that he brings to the game. So, yeah, I think I think Cleveland's a team that could get better. You but know, uh, it wasn't long ago at all that we were talking about his immaturity and the uh, slogan. I don't know what that was, but it was terrible. <laughs> Whatever that was. A yeah, uh, so little we'll
4: miscommunication here at this
1: house. <laughs> but he's come on – uh, oh, was that at your house? That's a smoke yeah. It alarm. Was. Oh, was that a smoke alarm? It was. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I knew these were hot <laughs> topics, Peter, <laughs> but I didn't know it was burning <laughs> stuff down. <laughs> uh,
6: <yeah.
1: laughs> oh, but anyway, Boone, long ago, uh, the good old days. Let's see, he was. Uh, he, he's he's come around the band. He's grown in confidence. Uh, he's not grown in height, but he's he's he, <laughs> a little too cocky for a while there, but he's gotten better. Uh, yeah. Recently, though, I was really surprised to see where he was. Uh, they made a list. It's like the top uh, quarterbacks of the 2000. Uh, they counted them down. Uh, Baker was number one. He beat out Tim Tebow. He beat out Cam Newton. Do you believe that? Yeah. And help me out. Who was quarterback at Texas? A really good guy. Vince Young. Vince Young. Yeah. Uh, they even uh, ranked him higher. Now that was that was really surprising. But uh, he could be the man. Cam Newton's where it's. sure to sound like it. I will say I will say this: coaching staff at Cleveland has done wonders for Baker Mayfield. Uh, I, I think when when it was uh, what was his name? Because I don't like him, the defensive guru Freddie Kitchens. I swear, oh. when I said I don't oh. like him, Jason Ward went Freddie Kitchens because I may have made some terrible comments about Freddie Kitchens and his uh, his Alabama days. But anyway which there's plenty of them to make. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think Jason makes a great point. They've, they've just put a lot of weapons around him. And then he's he's able to play free because they've got a defense that can kind of keep some points off. Ooh, yeah. I think that's helpful. But, uh, but uh, you know, I'll tell you a couple teams that I feel like are going to struggle through free agency. It is the Houston Texans. I think they've, they've lost a couple. They have lost a piece, and they will lose another. And then I think the Detroit Lions, a team that didn't need anything bad to happen to them. And they've lost basically the only good thing they had.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a tough one.
1: Skeeter, uh, uh, man, it's always fun to talk to you. I know you're a big NASCAR fan. What what do you think about these young bucks, uh, getting victories?
4: Hey, I don't know what they've done, but they've changed some kind of package around it. It seems like it's a little, a little more competitive this year. You know,
1: I kind of like it. Maybe it's the no practice and just go, go run what you got. Maybe I've always appreciated that. I've always, I've always really liked that. But, uh, you being a big Panthers fan, let's uh let's hear what the Panthers got to do in free agency to get things done. Uh get rid of Bridgewater,
4: get a quarterback. Uh you might be okay. Maybe add another receiver to compliment uh uh DJ Moore. But maybe like I'd be okay with Kyle Pitts in the first round, man. I need a, somebody great. to replace uh, Greg Olson.
1: What if what if you just got uh what if you because I think Trask is gonna fall to a really nice spot. What if you got Pitts in the first round and got Trask in the second or third round? Well, I mean, I ain't buying their jersey, but as long as they win. Right. You know? <laughs> Skeeter, Skeeter, <laughs> would you take uh, Allen Robinson from the Bears
5: free agency? Uh, no, no.
1: really?
4: Why not? No, I feel like if has own, like he, he's he's the welcome is gone everywhere he's went, and I just
1: they're underperforming. I think for what he's paid, maybe if they like get him cheap, sure. Hey, I wanna I wanna say that you're not alone in your Panthers fandom. Chris uh, Chris Hips over here. He's a big Panthers fan. He's from Carolina. He actually uh, he he was born into. It. Chris, tell us about your first jersey as a Panthers fan. Just because I like you, and you say the name. Oh yeah, I, I grew
4: up a uh, big Panthers fan. So my favorite player was Tim Biakabutuka. Batuka. Oh hey, yeah, anybody heard me? No, nah, that was oh, my like first jersey. I got it for Christmas time. Man. Could
1: you imagine getting a youth version of that with the name? So oh, <laughs> and that would be so small. <laughs>
4: Luckily, I was a bigger built kid, so that helped out. <laughs> always so, helped. So I got one. I got one Panther jersey, and uh, it's a Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, yeah, I, I got a Julius Peppers a couple years later, but I
1: threw that away when he went over to Green Bay. Aww. You got
4: there right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a good thing about being a Broncos fan. I've owned two Broncos jerseys, and both of them were basically lifetime Broncos. Well, one of them was a lifetime Bronco. One yeah. of them was uh, he finished a Bronco. I got uh, a Peyton
2: Manning and Vaughn Miller. So. Oh, see, I
1: had a Peyton Manning, and, or I have a Peyton Manning, and I had uh, I an one. Ed McCaffrey jersey, 87.
4: I just figured you had two Peyton, one blue, one white or
1: something. Well, you got to have that orange jersey. <laughs> I you thought you had that orange jersey, too, because I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skeeter, Skeeter, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. You uh you got any words on uh on the Vols, the Baller Vols, uh, or you wanna you wanna go ahead and cut on out? Oh goodness, just inconsistent, but man, I, I wish them luck. They they're better than what they've been playing lately. That's all I can say. I think you're absolutely right, <clears throat> but man, Skeeter, thanks for calling in. We're gonna get a break at the top of the hour, do a little giveaway here at the Party Pub. Uh, but uh, thanks for calling in. Always fun talking. Uh, have a
6: good have
1: a good guy. night, guys. All right, see you, man. Yeah. All right, well, we're, guys, let's uh, let's get to a break. We're going to do a giveaway there at the uh, during the break. We're going to call it out here when we come back from uh, from this break. But uh, this segment has been brought to you by J and J Lawn Services. They're in Morristown, but they'll come where you're at. They'll come take care of your lawn. They do irrigation. They do hardscapes. They do uh, landscaping, mulching, the whole deal, leave removal, uh, all the things that you might need done but necessarily don't want to do yourself. So J&J Lawn Services, check out James Butler. You can check him out on Facebook. And then you can also, if you're looking on Facebook Live, the, uh, the J&J down there, that phone number, it works. That's James's phone number. So give him a call, check him out, and you'll be glad you did. But let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk baller balls, basketball balls, lady balls and uh and keep it going here on the first live edition from the party pub but the grind nonetheless tuesday grind we'll be back in just a minute you don't want to miss this <laughs> Are you looking for a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slide on over to the party pub at their brand new location in new Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The party pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends.
5: Watch that big
1: time fight and catch that big orange game on one of the pub's 12 big time TVs. The party pub's kitchen also has a jam packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings. And believe me, It's all great-tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at 7.30. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for
5: a good time, check
1: out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blount County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's always
5: a good time. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the Grind Time Hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the grind and dial
5: 865-223-8421. From Blunt County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM,
1: Maryville. Rocky Top Sports. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media, with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud, so you can grind it out with us. On social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download The Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
6: The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Marable is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this
3: show?
1: We can make that happen. Hit us up on our email. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on one hundred point nine FM eight fifty AM Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the Party Pub Studios, right here live in New Midland Plaza here from the Party Pub and uh this bucket is the giveaway bucket and we are about to give away the first prize pack here uh tonight. Kinda wanna shake it up. Historic it's, move I no. It's uh, it's first giveaway, right? Carson, you wanna pull it? Let's do it. Let's pull do it. it out. You can't look. Don't look. I ain't looking. looking, I'm not looking. Okay. Let's see. Here we go, here we go, here we go. All the way to the bottom, all the way to the bottom, early one. Let me see, let me see what we got. We have got Don Nichols, Don Nichols. So uh, if you are in the house, come on back. We've got a uh, a giveaway to give to Mr. Don Nichols, so check it out. First giveaway, it's going to be a DraftKings gift card. It's going to be all kinds of grind swag, T-shirt, water bottle, all the different things that uh, will get you hooked up and swagged out for the grind, but I want to thank our sponsors for making this thing happen. Uh, the Party Pub, like I said, they've they've been gracious enough to have us out. We're excited to be here, and and always, uh, always a good place to be. Every time I come here, I always meet new people. I have a great time discussing sports. Really, a lot of time it's with Mr. Brad White, but uh, ultimately, just excited to be here. They've got special nights of the week tonight. After we get off the air, it's going to be Tuesday Ladies Night. Uh, so again, if you are in the house, it will be ladies' night at seven o'clock. But Thursday and Saturday, dark tournaments. Friday and Saturday, karaoke. Uh, if you want to check out all the things they've got going, great food here too. Uh, I think Chris has just ordered off the menu. Carson, maybe is behind. I did. You I got that. a personal pizza. Uh, it's it's personal. Yeah. So I have a I have a basketball game here in about an I'd
2: say in two hours. So I got to get. Got to get gotta fueled get pizza, up. You know what I'm But if you want to check out what
1: all they've got going, go to MaryvillePub.com. That's their website. You can give them a call if you want to call in an order, 865-984-4251. Or you can come down here and get it get it on your own, 218 South Calderwood Street, Alcoa, here in New Midland Plaza. Check it out. And if you come down here tonight, you can put in to win uh, a prize pack from the grind. Mortgage Investors Group, Donna Cry and her team, uh, if, you need some, uh, if you need the mortgage support, Ah, uh, you can, uh, of course, call Ms Donna at Mortgage Investors Group here in Maribel. her number eight six five nine eight four ninety nine forty eight, or you can check her out online, donna dot com. And again, Tressa Leere, we talk about her each and every week as she is our realtor. she would be our realtor should we buy or sell. and she's uh, she's three things, uh, honesty, integrity, and gonna work for you. I like those three things that she she puts out there. Her slogan's from the kitchen table to the closing table, but if you're interested right now, uh, she's right here, uh, at the party pub, be able to, uh, to get, get going. But, uh, looks like Mr. Don Nichols is in the house. How's it going? Don Nichols. Hey, buddy. Uh, you have won the prize pack. Find the one, get one of those orange bags, Carson. Let me see. Let, me, let Ooh, me make sure okay. it's the right one. Uh, this is no, the other one. Carson, you had a 50, 50 chance. It's okay, the other, the one. other one, it's the other one. <laughs> give me one second i gotta take these off because it's flying carson is uh i hope you play basketball better than you pick you can hand it to the man thank you mr don again i appreciate you being here listening and uh putting in for the uh for the drawing there yeah yeah congrats hey mr mr ward led you back here led you to victory look at that <laughs> i thought you were going to check it again So <laughs> i was like yeah there's only two options Carson, that was an assist though. You yeah, can put that, that on a your sheet you here put tonight. That on a but, nice uh, firm <laughs> handshake right there too. Good one. <laughs> good firm handshake. Sound like Pete Carroll. <laughs> but uh but anyway, anyway, uh mistress the leak wire from the kitchen table to the closing table. Give her a call. Uh yeah, put it in the bucket there. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Carson is uh he is multitasking right now and we are putting him to work. Yep. But, uh Miss Tressa's number, if we can we'll get this out here shortly. 9830011 or0011, or her mobile is eight six five two two one fifty six ten. Or Tressa 35 at gmail.com. If you can't find her now, just call me and I'll, I'll get, you, get you hooked up there. But Smoky Mountain Axe House has joined the team uh, here just in the last week, www.smokymountainaxe.com That's AXE. Uh, give them a call eight six five two six eight fifty eight seventy two. Owner is Tim Fry, a veteran, uh, and he is all over it. He owns Southern Fried in the mall. Uh, he owns Smoky Mountain Axe House. He owns the beef jerky company that gave the, the samples there in the giveaway. Uh, he's all over it. I mean, he is a guy that uh, if you just meet him, you want to talk to him, and, and I did, and I liked it. So uh, check out Smoky Mountain Axe House. You'll be glad you did. And then J&J Lawn Services, we gave them uh, props there earlier. But after uh, after all the uh, the bills are paid, uh, let's jump to the, the baller vault. Tennessee yep. basketball uh, this past weekend dropped the uh, dropped the ball there a little bit, no pun intended, against Auburn. Seems like Bruce Pearl's kind of had the number, if you will, but uh, falling out of the top twenty-five for for the first time, really, I guess, all season. And then now they've they've got an opportunity there Sunday for Senior Day uh, to kind of avenge an earlier season beatdown by the Florida Gators and see if they can't kind of sweeten the deal a little bit heading into the NCAA tournament. So. Uh, what do you guys think about it? What are you seeing? And then uh, again, I'll, I'll dive in with some of my own uh, kind of opinion. I think we uh, exercised our right, our solid right, to participate in the game and sleepwalk the entire game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I feel like uh, if we uh, if we um, if we bought for the way we played and we sold for how we should have played, we'd have made a killer. Yep. Disappointment. I, I like.
2: Disappointment. That's that's the word that I have. It's just it's been that way for this uh, this end of the season here. Me and my uh, me and my cousin, we were talking about. I mean, earlier when we were watching the game, it just it gets to the point where it's it's just disappointing. I mean, the start of the year, you start off seven and zero, and I know this is not conference opponents, but when you really see how how you go uh, and how, how you play against these SEC opponents, it's just really rough to see uh, just inconsistency versus a team uh, with a team that we thought in Tennessee that was the best we've seen in a while. I mean, I, multiple SEC uh, ESPN guys had always said at the start of the year this team could be better than that Grant Williams team. Well, I'm not seeing it right now. Um, I know we got some young guys, but it's sad when the young guys are playing better than your 50-year seniors.
1: Well, and, and here's the deal, Boone. I, I feel like, you know, there's just a lot missing. There's a lot of inconsistency. You know, that that's like the – that's, you know, we talk about one fly, we all fly. I just wish we'd all play. I just wish we could all play at the same time. But, you know, I think Tennessee, you, you know, they they – they got the their mojo got all jacked up because they, yeah. they weren't able to play. They had some inconsistency, so then they run a different starting five out there all the time. And I really think it's really uh, it's really messed with guys like E. Ponds, John Fulkerson, and Josiah Jordan James. They're just they're they're a shell of the former players that they were. I would love to see the name of a player that we have that's capable of bringing the ball down the court, guys, and not turning it over. I would love to see John Fulkerson yeah. actually uh, get some strength. Uh, he gets shoved around. It, it's a joke. He's soft, it and the best he can do is turn around in
5: some games and shove back. And
1: yeah,
2: I agree. It's sad when you're a guy like that that was putting up numbers first round. You know, first the second team. He was second team NCAA. All SEC. All SEC. All of, all the awards. And he's not even starting. I mean, excuse me, he's not even playing in the last whatever, 10, 8 minutes that we have in the game when the game's on the line. He's not in, oh. which I agree he doesn't need to be in. But it's sad that he's not playing at the consistency and the level that you would expect him to be.
1: Well, and R- Rick Barnes talked a little bit uh, today to the media, and he says he's not giving up on John Fulkerson. It, it, you can't give up. He said, I learned a long time ago. Well, I wish there was a the other couple things he learned a long time ago he could get introduced. But he talks about – how a guy that's given his all for for Tennessee, he's not going to give up on him, and I, I can appreciate that. But here's the thing: here's the dynamic. You need a guy that can score points, who can put it together, and uh, and and really really do some things for your basketball team. Electric is one thing, but these this is a uh, John Fulkerson is is not the uh, slasher gasher, the the big man killer, if you will, that he was last season. I mean, this is a guy who literally he didn't he didn't buy his way into all SEC. He yeah. didn't. He didn't do anything. He worked his way into all SEC. A guy from Kingsport, ain't he wasn't supposed to be that good, and he, he showed himself up at Rupp Arena. He showed himself uh, late in the season to, to basically open that up. And now he's he's just not playing that well. Right. Uh, you talk about Josiah Jordan James. We, we talk, in the middle portion of the season, he found himself as a kind of an off-ball scorer. He got the he was the the new and improved and much improved Jordan Bowden. I mean, he he was a guy who when you look at it. He could do a lot of the same things, but he was a little bit more aggressive. He, he had a better shot from a lot of different places, and he was able to, to make some contribution. But here lately, uh, he's, he's slowed as well. So I think this is just a, a dynamic of, of they're their doing the same thing and expecting different results. And this is when you put things on film and the, the level of coaches that are in the Southeastern Conference, you talk about uh, Coach White at Florida, you talk about Coach Oates at Alabama. Kermit Davis at Ole Miss, uh, those are just a few that, that figured us out, that put a defense on the floor that could beat us, and they did. And they did uh, emphatically in a couple of those stops. So, uh, again, guys, I, I don't know what the answer is. I will say this. Rick Barnes, after the Auburn loss, uh, was pretty emphatic that uh, team, that players needed to look theirself in the mirror, that that they needed to kind of dig in and understand what they were doing and fix things. I'll put it back on old Rick. I feel like once you uh, once you decide that possibly UCLA for the fir- certain dollar figure is a better spot to be, then now fix it, Rick. You've got all the talent in the world. you've got all these players, and they're doing things wrong. and if they if it's if they were not supposed to be taught, this would be called the NBA. So I think he needs to dig in as much as anybody. get them heels in the mud. And put these
2: uh, put these guys to work. And I think so, too. I think a lot of people, when this something something like this with so much talent usually happens, it goes on the coach. But a lot of Tennessee fans obviously have been a little hesitant to go on, on Rick Barnes since he's been,
1: you know, uh, well, he has a year of, before. Well, he's got a heck of a resume, and you're like, oh, he'll fix it.
2: Right. And, and that's, we has got one more game to fix it. Exactly. And, I mean, I think it does go back on him some this year. I mean, and
1: I'm not saying it all is on
2: him, but you have to look at the coaching standpoint, too. Is there some things we can fix? Yeah. Is there some of these player development issues that's going on behind the scenes? I think so, too. I think, like you said, with Fulkerson being a little soft in the paint, where's his muscle at? Is he building any muscle here in the offseason? Is he working any harder? I mean, Tennessee posted so many videos of him, and they had Fulkerson, the spotlight, giving out workout orders.
1: Well, and uh-huh. it's
2: like, it's like, what?
1: I'll, I'll tell you this, Boone. And, Boone, you, you've got you've got coaching background, so I'll always kind of lean to you on, on this side of things. How much has uh, the absence of Coach Rob Lanier impacted this this basketball team? To me, he, he was a guy in the timeouts that really kind of drove the, the timeouts, got people aggressive, got them pumped up. And he's been gone for two years. Now, last year, he took the Georgia State head coaching job, but – Last year, we we kind of chalked it up. We had a lot of youth, we had a lot of inconsistency, uh, at other at other reasons because we we had a bunch of new guys just injected into this team. But I think this year, maybe Rob Lanier was the glue that made Grant and Admiral strong. Not not necessarily, uh, maybe not Rick Barnes. I don't know. You would not believe the the impact assistant coaches have. They're they're in the trenches with them, day to day conversations, setting the mood. Your best coaches are going to let the assistants run the show. I mean, Shashkevich, Duke, what's he got? Like sixty assistants who do everything. But yeah, that's a very uh, pertinent point, Wayne. No, uh, we're going to all have to just step back and evaluate and look. It's sad that, I mean, it, it hurts. Uh, I'm passionate about them. I love them, and man, it hurts. Um. Uh, they're soft. All of them are soft. I'm going to call them out. Like that's what nobody wants to be called, right? Well, nobody I mean, wants to be called soft. Cream, Cream puff the Doughboy is soft. What okay? <laughs> but, do but, you,
4: uh, well you got, Chris? I mean, to me, there's no true leadership. I mean, you're expect they're expecting the freshman to lead them. I mean, you just watch the game, and how many passes do you see the ball get thrown around when a guy's wide
1: open? I mean, he has a chance for a shot. Or even a layup. I mean, yeah, my, my father-in-law says, uh, I don't know if we're trying to win this basketball game or be the Harlem Globetrotters because right? they, they just keep passing the ball. And, and, and you know, there's there's some point to that. Uh, in, in college basketball, I mean, you watch the greats. Whoever you're going to say is great right now, and this year it would be Gonzaga. I mean, yeah. those guys, Baylor, they are the lockdown. More times than not, you're going to get their best. and And they take contested shots. They, they shoot over people. They, they know how to step into one and, and knock it down. And Tennessee wants, and this goes name the player, you know, Josiah Jordan, James, Eve Ponds, any of these guys, they want an open look. And in college basketball, especially with the defense that's played in the Southeastern Conference, you're not going to get that. And so I think we've got to battle through some things. And I think that comes from, uh, you know, I think a lot of times practicing against good players make you better. And, but at the same rate, I think they just need to start, as uh, our new quarterback coach would say, they just need to start ripping it. Hey, Chris, we had uh, four paint points in the entire first half. Yeah. And like you said, uh, Coach Barnes is is leaning a lot on the freshmen. I don't know why the, the freshmen don't want to bring it inside, but we cannot give so much ammunition to the opposing coaches. Oh, by the way, well, well I think they're I think they're coached not to go inside because they don't want him to get they. De- Rick doesn't want him to get in foul trouble. I well, think Pons, so. Pons has turned himself into a shooting guard. I mean, we need him getting some boards. And he has. He's he like, has. hey, man, I'm going out here and I'm doing a three all the time. I know. Well, it they, want, so they want him
4: to do that. I just think it's yeah. bad
1: looking from an outsider's
4: point of view. I mean, a lot of people thought that Fulkerson could be just as good as Luka Garza is. That's what mile. they said. I mean, Garza demands the ball. He wants the ball exactly. down on the block. I mean, how many times have you watched Fulkerson None. run up? toward the free throw line take that little turnaround jumper. I mean, it's just sad in my opinion. You look at, like, Vanderbilt. Even Scottie Pippen Jr. wants the ball. There's no guy on Tennessee's roster right now that's like, I want the ball when there's a time crunch or I need to shoot it with the shot clock coming out. And that's the leadership. I don't know if that's Barnes. Uh It comes back to leadership. Well,
1: and I watched watched a, uh, you know, I think, I think Jason just sent me a message that Kim English is trying to take the role in near left. I think, I think he is, but here's the deal. I watched a timeout the other day. It was, it wasn't what I was trying to do, but it was just, they zoomed in on a timeout. Fulkerson was talking, not Kim English, another assistant. I'm not sure who it was. They all wear masks. so I don't know who they are, but uh, not Rick Barnes was talking. And Rick Barnes was talking and Josiah Jordan James literally at one point just checked out. And said, "Listen, they'll blow the whistle in a minute, and we'll go out there and figure out what's going to happen." And so, to me, those moments are being wasted, and then they're they're getting frustrated. Teams getting frustrated because the, you know they're they're not they're not doing anything different, or they're not getting any different results. So I, I'm, I'm I'll tell uh, you what's frustrating, Wayne. It was to be ten and one in the middle of January, and then you mark that on your calendar. Yeah. Since then. I don't even think we're five hundred. Oh. Well, I, I've got the I've got the schedule up here. It's it's a uh, it's a rough slate right now. We're we're slated as a six seed going into the NCAA tournament, but I think between the uh, oh yeah between yeah. Uh, the the game at Flor or at at home, but against Florida this Sunday, and then and then the SEC tournament. If yep. we drop two straight games, I mean, we could be looking at a ten seed battling it. And they're Day number they're one. The
2: consistency, that's where it's going to come into
1: play. I mean, which, being the a Tennessee fan
4: right now, going into the tournament, say they they are a six seed. Would you want to see them going up against a Belmont or a team that can actually knock down three-point shots? I a mean, team that could beat us yeah. and embarrass us. And then you're system, looking at the been? Duke. You know, like Duke a couple of years ago when they had that horrible loss against the, what, number 13 seed? Right. I mean, pretending. Because a team was shooting like that. That's just, you know, the NCAA makes it even playing field. And if you can't hit shots like Tennessee has, yeah. the last four games like I think Ward pointed out they peaked earlier in the season and well, now they're on the decline
1: and the problem is is if you're if you're a testy fan like I am you you know it's in there you know it's available for them to get it but the problem is is they won't show it so if if you want me to say can they win absolutely give me Belmont give me Gonzaga I don't care if they'll play up but if they play down I don't know that uh let's just talk who who's not going to make the tournament give me one of those teams
3: I uh, know oh, Kentucky.
1: Kentucky. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'll take anybody, but if we play down, it's, I it's, mean, we've seen, we can lose to, to anybody. And, not, and
2: I think the, the talent level. Yeah. I would take, I would take top tier, pl- or teams, we play to the level of our opponent. We've seen it. Um, it just depends on when. And uh, I, I think it goes back to, yeah, you know, sometimes you look at things and a lot of people say, well, having a lot of different guys that can shoot the ball or having a lot of different players that can actually, you know, score is a good thing. But in Tennessee, Tennessee's thing here, it, it seems like it's not. Uh, it seems like there is so many guys that don't – there's not one prominent guy that wants the ball, which there could be surrounding cast. It's, nobody wants the ball, and whoever has it just does whatever
1: with it. And it's, it's, it's upsetting. It really is. Boone, we play Florida Sunday. And, and again, I don't want to beat the Vols too bad uh, because, again, I want them to snap out of it, and I want to believe that I thought they would do it. But uh, we play Florida this Sunday, senior day. Uh, looks like uh, John Fulkerson, E. Ponds, is going to go through Senior Day uh, festivities. A.J. Anasicki, or E.J. Anasicki, says he's not because he's coming back. He's going to take an extra year uh, and, and try to stay with us. I think that's huge for the program. But um, what does this game do for Tennessee? Does it help them? Does it, does it give them some confidence? Should they be able to show up and win? Or is it just another thump on the noggin that they're going to have to carry into the SEC tournament? Well, you Ideally, it does great things, but guys, we don't know who's going to show up. Uh, and we've got to solve the turnover thing or it's going to be a sad uh, senior day. Keon Johnson, uh, tell me what you think of this. The sky's the limit. Um, of course, he's probably top six players in the draft he is because six. of his potential. And... uh He's going. He's going to be in the pros. He's going to look back, and uh, they're going to say, "Were, were you always this great?" And he's going to go, "Oh no, you should have seen me at UT, man." <laughs> oh man, I'm I, afraid that's the truth. Though. I played uh-huh. Vanderbilt. I threw passes out of bounds. I, I lost the ball. I traveled back to back. I went sliding out of bounds. With you, the ball in my lap. Do you, think some, lap. Of, do you and, think some of these young people are uh, are they are they hurting their draft stock the way we're playing? No. Um, you think NBA drafts on potential? We can just build it. We're a mismatched motley crew. I mean, we're we're kind of like North Carolina. Uh, oh you gonna get on? You are gonna get on Chris's toes, though. Man. Ray? Ray Williams is trying to win with with two uh, Roy Williams. I was like, Oh, Roy! Big
2: we, win though. Big win versus FSU here.
1: The real tall guys. You know, he he, he still believes you can have. We're hey, the we're the, we're the three
6: opposite. rebounders. we the like,
4: We have four six foot ten like two seniors and two uh, a junior and a sophomore, but they have no outside shooting, and that's going to be their downfall if their shots yeah. are dropping. Well, your
1: problem is going to be the big guys trying to run out there and stop that three-pointer that yeah. the other teams are going to throw up. On. Well, and, and there's the argument that, that Rick Barnes is missing the big man. That That's the change in, in this game. But I will say that the uh, Kyle Alexander was the big man on the Grant and Admiral team and uh, I don't know that that's a traditional big man. So I think he can do without it, and I he can yeah. be there. He can, uh, he but, can. yeah, he's just not showing if he's it. he's going to prove it, then yeah. But uh, I, I, think, I think the Florida game helps Tennessee. I, I think it gives them just one more sh- chance uh, to get this thing going right before they go to the SEC tournament. I think the SEC tournament could, could, be, could be you know helter-skelter for Tennessee. It could help them as much as it can hurt them, but I, I still cling to the fact it's in there. It's in there. Early season, we saw some great play. This is a team that beat Kentucky at Rupp, a bad Kentucky team, but beat Kentucky at Rupp. Beat Kansas. Kansas is now a tournament team uh, that that shocked uh, Baylor, that that dropped them the other night. So this is a team that that can play can play well. We just got to get there. We just got to do it. Well, How right. many turnovers did uh, Keon Johnson have against Kentucky? Too many. Zero. He he's. Uh... <laughs> He's well, maybe for, not too many. He broke, <laughs> he broke his record. He was up to five with LSU, and then South Carolina, he got five. And then he got six against Vanderbilt. And he had like 18 the first 10 games. We've got to just solve that. And the Scobie guys, he can't play defense. He's not a point guard. He's wanting a
2: three-point shot. He, he has is a spot the
1: shooter. If yeah. he gets his feet set, he's good for the three. But these other things?
2: He's almost good for, I mean, open three. He's probably upper 80s percent, but the coach says one thing don't leave him on the three. He can't do anything. So it's four on five. I mean, I'm just being honest. He can't do anything. Well, wrong. I'm
1: open. You, you know, coach says take the open shot. I'm standing at half court. I'm open. But how many times am I going to hit it? Right. Some of these guys are taking it. Uh, Jaden Springer, and, uh, they're just too far out. I know it's open, but you got to be closer and get a higher percent shot. Well, like I said, I, I think that goes back to, to developing them in get some hands in the face at practice, and I think Rick Barnes has got to lock some things down and know what they do well and build the offense around that. And but he's going to have to probably evaluate some assistant coaches. So. I, I think you're right. so. So
2: Wilkerson's going.
1: He is going to go through senior day. That doesn't mean that he's leaving. But it well, because I mean, he's think. not going to the
2: draft. So I mean, I don't, I don't know where he. I guess he's just going on with he life. He Go
1: overseas. He, he can he can do a little little something something because he'll he'll have an opportunity <laughs> to attempt. The uh,
2: maybe somewhere down that uh,
1: G League,
2: Triple G League, <laughs> yeah. Much
1: lower than G-League.
2: Somewhere down Over-season.
1: in his no, <laughs> late thirties. He went across season.
2: Now he's back, but he, LaMelo he, was fifteen when he started, <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> and he's a prodigy. Anyway,
1: you guys want to end this segment on a high note? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Let's talk a little lady balls. How about that? Yeah, right. How about that? How about the lady balls finishing the season? Uh, a, a three seed in the in the SEC. Yeah. T- tournament which I feel like you know when you talk about where the Lady Vols have fallen to this is when you compare it to past Summit, it's still a failure any any hardcore Lady Vols fans is going to say that but but here's the deal Kelly has quietly through covid been able to to kind of navigate the waters been able to get Renia Davis to to continue to play very hard get some of these these other girls Kush Kitawa uh, a lot of these players to really play up to their potential and i think she's done some things that Let's just say on the men's side of things is lacking development. Yeah. So I like what Kelly Harper's done. I think they're going to make some noise in the SEC. Uh, I think they were able to have some good wins during the regular season. And, uh, you know, maybe um, maybe a light at the end of the tunnel for the for the Lady Balls. What do you say, Boone? I'm saying I like those double-doubles. I mean, you don't just point to one girl. Uh, love what they're doing. Uh, I like Kush Kitawa. She reminds me of, of like, Anna Siki of old because she's just, She's a big chick. She knows how to, how to you know, kind of work the, the angle. She knows how to block some people down. And then she knows how to finish at the rim. And that's something that in the ladies' game, let's just face it, has not necessarily been, been prevalent in Knoxville. Raniah Davis, uh, guys, what do you think about that? She, I mean, first half, you're like, oh, my God, where'd she go? Did, did she go home?
6: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't bother her at all. comes back second half out of this world
5: life. I think she, Man, she had 33 the other night. Yeah, she... I think she had thirty three the one. other
1: night, and she, she now I will agree that, that in that same token, but what sometimes she flips script and she's all world in the first half and disappears in the second half. I think that is if there's one at, facet of the game that that needs to kind of clean up for Renat, it's just being consistent both halves. But if you can play explosive the way she does in either half, I think it's well, it's good for your team. I like what they've done with Tamara Key. I think her shot blocking ability has been pretty 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 devastating. I think what they've been able to do working inside out, you know, using Tamari Key, using Renia Davis kind of as a slasher, uh, using K- Kush Kitawad down low, but then opening up to scores like Walker and, and these different girls. It's just been a really nice look, and, and it really shows right for, for Kelly Harper, what she's been able to do on the recruiting trail, but what she's been able to do developing players because uh, this, is a, this is not the star-studded, uh, you know, five McDonald's All-Americans that the Lady Vols are used to. Uh, this is uh this is a couple but then a couple of players that she's developed. I, I think uh I think there's a lot to be happy for. And Ray Burrell, you, you gotta oh, love yeah, her, right? man. You talking about a fighter, she's just so full of want to. I think at one point she had uh half of her team's points. She had twenty three out of fifty five and she's just a power to be reckoned with. I love watching her play. I mean just so competitive. Well, and, and I'll tell you this: my father-in-law may or may not agree with me on this, but Jordan Horston, when she is on fire, she may be the most athletic person on the floor. This is just, and that's Renae Davis included. But uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, but I say when you look at her, you just gotta, you gotta kind of. She's got some between-the-ears things that's got to clean up. I mean, she's got to make better decisions. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, there's a there's a group of girls over there that like to fight and I like to see that, uh, and, and like I said, it's going to serve them well moving into the SEC tournament. Yeah, if they keep playing like this, they can join the to make the Catchings in the uh, Hall of Fame coming the up Meeks? Later, later this summer. Join the Meeks. That's where you want to be. If yep. you leave leave Tennessee, you leave Knoxville, you want to be talked about in, in words with the NBA Meeks. Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> Absolutely. But, hey, we're going to take our uh, last break of the day and uh, listen to these fine sponsors. This segment has been brought to you by Donna Kra and Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Uh, Again, Donna Cry, if you you need a home mortgage, need to get hooked up with Miss Donna, her number is 865-984-9948, or you can check her out online, donnacry.com. They work with everything. They do all kinds of of home loans, conventional, federal, uh, FHA, VA loans, THDA, USDA, and any other acronym you want to throw out there, they work those too. Additional loan programs available, but check her out. Online, DonnaCry.com or right here in Mariville at the MIG office. But hey, let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we will finish up what has been the first live edition of The Grind, but a fun one uh, all the same. But hey, we'll uh, be right back. You don't want to miss it. We're going to head to break. <laughs> Are you looking for a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slot on over to the party pub at their brand new location in new Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The party pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends. Watch that big time fight and catch that big orange game on one of the Cubs 12 big time TV. The party pub's kitchen also has a jam packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings. And believe me, It's all great-tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at 7.30. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for a good time, check out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blount County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's always
5: a good time. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Plyer with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa at 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa LeCroix appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeCroix with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the grind time hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the grind and dial
5: 865-223-8421. From Blunt County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Maryville, Rocky Top Sports.
1: on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything to grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
6: The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Maryland is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this show?
1: We can make that happen. Hit us up on our email. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on one hundred point nine FM, eight fifty AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the Party Pub Studios right here in New Midland Plaza where we are grinding it out here on a Tuesday edition of The Grind. We've, we've had a good night so, so far, guys, as we have had uh, we have had a Tressa Leakwire sighting. It's always fun to, to see her out and about. We've uh, talked to Mr. Brad White, owner here at the Party Pub, and uh, always a gracious host. And, uh, again, been able to give away uh, Don Nickel. He was our first winner here at the Party Pub. Uh, he has got a DraftKings gift card and a, a boatload of grind swag, so we're excited to to hook him up. But uh, but guys, the final segment here, last twenty seven minutes, if you will, uh, that we're going to talk here is 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 really um, a conglomeration of college basketball. A lot of things going on in the sport. Kansas, uh, really kind of uh, you know one of those they're not as good as they once was, but they're as good ones as they ever was. Uh, they they, they kind of snuck up on Baylor, got it done. And, uh, and and really, uh, what does it mean for for the Jayhawks to snap Baylor's long win streak? There, there's multiple opinions on this.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I watched the whole game. I think Kansas looked pretty well. Uh, they were moving the ball around, and I mean, they they not only do they beat Baylor, they really took that game in their hands. Uh, Baylor had a hard time um, on the offensive side of the ball, and Kansas took advantage of that. Uh, Kansas is a team that has weapons on the team. I mean, they were a team projected to be. Uh, very well um, just like all the other teams we expect to be well um, like Duke and Kentucky that didn't end up being like that but Kansas kind of that mediocre season but got a huge win versus Baylor I mean
1: a huge Bill win. Bill Self you know you know he may be handing a, a few McDonald's bags to some people himself but he is uh he's a pretty good coach he's he's a pretty good coach he, he does what he's got to do to get them right so, uh I I'm of the opinion and we'll let we'll crossover with Boone catch Chris here I'm of the opinion that I think it was a it was a fluke I think it was a night where Baylor was just off everything right. was everything was going against them they weren't playing their best basketball a couple of their players literally looked like they I don't know that they had picked up a basketball in a little <laughs> while and they were just playing bad games I, I think they can bounce back it could be that adversity that propels Baylor yeah. to be to be a, a big time contender what will what you say Boone well, uh, Grim Reaper's following Kansas around. Uh, you look at their oh, that's, that, that's 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 heavy. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's looming NCAA, man. There's no avoiding it. I'm sure uh, Chris can probably chime in on this and agree or disagree, but if there's a monster five-star and they're all different levels, I mean, the really, really good ones, the coach is going to say, well, do you want to go over there to Kansas and actually uh, get put on probation? They, um, they've they got some issues coming their way. Um, this is the wrong time of year uh, to start losing like Baylor did. I think it was a fluke. Uh, I agree with you. Kansas, have uh, you guys looked at their record against uh, what they call quad one, you know, the really tough teams? I mean, it's, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've, uh, they've lost to everybody but me. Uh, but but they, they showed out that night. What what do you think, Chris? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I want to think Baylor's still a really good team. Well, I mean, just to give you an update, Baylor's losing right now by five to West Virginia. But on the flip side... Not going to happen. Jeffy Mack wants it to happen, but it ain't going to happen. Well,
4: I mean, I look at it on the flip side. That Baylor game was their what second game since the start of February. All the rest of them has been canceled and postponed to COVID. So, I mean... It, wouldn't surprise me they came out cold in that game. You know, I think the previous only other game was Iowa State. You know, Iowa State's a decent team, but they're not going to challenge too much. Um, yeah, Kansas team—they have too many good players just to be where they are right now. Same with Kentucky; they have too many good players. They just don't have leadership, and they don't have that continuity. I think a basketball team needs. You know, unfortunately, basketball is one of them team sports where five guys ain't playing great and they all want to do their own individual
1: things. I struggle at times. Yeah, that, that works in golf. It doesn't <laughs> necessarily work on the basketball floor. Remember that. Carson has a game tonight. Remember yeah, that, dude, yeah. Uh, I would I would say, I mean,
2: if Baylor loses tonight to West Virginia, obviously if they didn't take that loss versus Kansas, it wouldn't look as bad being that West Virginia is the sixth team and then yeah, number six team in the top 25, and they're a good team. They're putting up good numbers, but – I mean, two back-to-back losses, a team like Baylor said to be, you know, the top two, top three teams in the nation. Now that kind of puts you on a standstill, and then you're looking at Gonzaga, and then you're looking at a Michigan team that I really think is the most talented
1: um yeah michigan michigan they've got the highest field i'll give you I'll i give think you
2: that. so i just think when i've when i've watched them i've seen a team that can i can see them going really far uh in tournament uh we'll have to see in the big ten it's been it's been pretty interesting this year i mean illinois is a fighting team michigan state knocked off a couple i mean the, the big ten with ohio state all sorts of teams this year like i said even i think it was a couple weeks ago when we had the show i said the big ten is really showing out this year uh as a whole so that could be interesting to see that conference tournament.
1: Absolutely. You don't know you know surprise me why I know. Tell me, tell me. Kansas just typically they have the experience. Uh, and w- when you get in this tournament, you're, gonna, you're not going to go in there with a five star young age and win this thing. But uh, the average player on his roster is like 1.48 years of experience when the season tipped off. And I think that alone there is just a really telling sign that, that that's hurt itself him losing the five stars last year to the nba well and i, I think it, it's no uh, it, it's no no secret that uh, the the ncaa looming it, it affects us all right tennessee i think uh you know in football i mean i think what well, what is going to come down the pipe from the, the the jeremy pruitt era i think it's going to weigh heavy on on how we can recruit here for the next little bit but uh you know another uh i guess a brighter side to, to ncaa basketball roy williams uh, hit 900 wins there just the other night at a boy Roy against Florida State knocks notches win number Big 900. Win too. Big win Yeah, he was the quickest to 900 uh, in in NCAA history. That's a that's a large uh, span of uh, names and and coaches uh, to be able to say that he's had two really good stops. But uh, but my question is, and again, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a uh, Bruce Pearl person, if if any if ever there was one. He gets the the slam because of the uh, the barbecue, and then uh, Roy gets the 900 kind of unscathed after what was unfolded. And I know Chris is kind of giving me the eye, ah, but uh, they unfolded roughly 20 30 years of academic fraud, and uh, and nothing really happened. Is it tainted due to that, or is, uh, am I just? Towering? I just
2: think I think totally, you look at Roy Williams and how you know how long he's been in you know the coach, and to go at him,
1: there'd be a lot of backlash oh, at that more than
2: Look at More and look at this right here.
1: Look at this. We got pizza rolling yep, in. Oh, yeah. I am <laughs> looking at it. If you're on Facebook right there, live,
3: look at that. Look at that right there. That <laughs> looks like stuff. a of
1: pizza. Good stuff. Yeah. But uh, if, you, if you're hungry, also come to the party pub. I, I've never had anything bad here. I've had uh, hamburger. I've had quesadilla. I've had pizza. Uh, I've had basically everything that uh, is quickly edible yeah. I've had here. And, uh, so, so you're not going to be disappointed. Come check it out. But pizza right over here for Mr. Chris and Mr. Carson, uh, to share. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, in, in Roy Williams defense, yeah. I guess it, it's a coaching record. So, I mean, it, it's, he, he's not a, he's not a professor. He's not a lot of different things, but to me, uh, they still just a, there's just a cloud. That's going to always air over North that, Carolina because of that. That was more in the football program. I believe, uh, sanctions but uh i'm pretty well i'm i'm pretty sure uh, the their their argument was everybody got to take these free I mean, courses yeah. i'm like yeah that, that kids
4: sense. don't go to class anyway we know that
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm, I'm just was, saying ours had nothing to do with classes ours was his dad jim barbecue
4: he's glad Roy williams is a good coach you know instead of other shade of blue
1: looking at you looking at jason <laughs> right now yeah <laughs> But I, hey, and and that's the that's the dynamic that uh, Roy Williams has been able to be successful at. Is he's he has really went toe to toe with a with a Mike Shishovsky. He's he's done a lot of different things uh, to be able to to really kind of uh, close the gap in a lot of ways between uh, Duke and North Carolina. Keep that rivalry just hot as ever. Uh, and, and so there's something to be to be proud of. But really, if you look at it. Um, Roy Williams nine hundred wins. Uh, I mean, where do you do you put Roy Williams? Well, like, where where do you put him? Boone, you're you're the historian of the group. Uh, where, where's Roy Williams now with that notch? I mean, where does he sit among well, the coaches? I mean, you touched on it, Wayne. it it's tainted. No matter how you, you think it's tainted, it's, good. No matter, good, I'm how, not by myself. No matter how you look at it, I mean, uh, they did they did a super good job of kind of hush hushing it and. You, you don't You're going to hurt uh, Chris's feelings. <laughs> you don't uh, shame uh, the Dino there. Uh, the, good. the players would come in, and they had some shortcuts to take. And like Chris said, well, everybody takes shortcuts. But uh, they did a mighty fine job of quickly hushing that because it would have been just a monstrous scandal. It was the baby blue bloods at that point. And,
4: uh, I'll tell you the difference. We gave our money away in Chick-fil-A
1: bags. You think it was Chick-fil-A bags? I mean, if you didn't, I still McDonald's think the BK, I still think the BK is the best option because then you can have it your <laughs> way. <laughs> nah, Chick-fil-A, that's the
4: Holy Land.
1: The it. Holy Lands, But I don't know. I don't know. The academic fraud, though, it really bugged me because I feel like, the, and this is a totally different squirrel, rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it, that, that I'll go into. To me, you know why that never never sank in? It wasn't Roy Williams. It wasn't anything. Jordan? They didn't want to deface Michael Jordan, and they didn't want to deface Dean Smith. You're going to take down arguably the best player in history. You're going to take down arguably the best coach. And, and to me, they, they weren't willing to do that. And that's that's why it kind of, for the lack of a better word, got dusted under the rug. Well, he, you that know, big rug. 900 wins is big. And uh, hats off to that and the speed, he did it. But I tell you what, uh, go back one year. If COVID does not end it, he has a terrible season last year. And, uh, he, he's not loaded with talent. Obviously, you look at his record. Guys, something else, uh, these really, really good five stars are heading to the G League. Uh, it used to be straight to Lexington, straight to Durham. And, uh, the really good ones are saying, hey, forget the college scene, gonna jump in here and get some NBA coaching, get noticed in the G League. And, uh, the word, uh, you know what an antique is, right, Wayne? know yeah. I like to call you one. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I was around when the, they shot basketballs in the peach baskets, and an antique is a hundred years old. And is that really? They they keep using the word antiquus with Roy Williams, and they're getting on him really hard about this refusal to step away from these uh, these big tall guys in his lineup, and uh, they, they say he has to change this year. Or um, he's not going to maintain that status. Where Final Four every year with Shishovsky uh, and uh, I think as long as Kentucky they're uh, and I think as long as they're winning though, he's going to keep doing what he's
4: doing. I mean that's his bread and butter. He's always recruited tall guys and three star guards to go around him. I mean he'll get a five star every now and then, but that's just his bread and butter. And same as Dean Smith was known for his four corners. I mean, everybody made fun of the way he always went with that style of play, but that was just his way of playing the game, and it worked out for him too.
1: Do you think he's a few 5 stars short?
4: I think there are a few uh, shooting guards short. I mean,
1: five-star shooting guards. Yeah, they
4: they don't have the guard play to – I say they might be lucky to make the Sweet 16, and that's just going to be if they can hit shots.
1: But, I mean, you know, you talk about how far you can go in the tournament. Well, you know, there's going to be a pretty decent – void in this year's tournament. And their names are Indiana, Kentucky, and possibly Duke. Uh, I think Duke can still have a run and, and maybe do some stuff in the ACC tournament. And Michigan State. And Michigan State. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of people that's going to be missing. And 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 really, I guess, my deal is, is, what does this do for the tournament? To me, when you look at, uh, you're looking at getting that favor, you're looking at the Blue Bloods, Etc. Etc. Uh, what What is the What's the tournament going to look like when you don't have? Oh well, that's the That's the Duke bracket, or that's the Michigan State bracket. I think it's going to be very pleasing to the fans who are sick of the same blue bloods in the final four every year. Is it good for Gonzaga? Is it good for teams like that? Uh, it can be,
2: uh, especially with uh, you having Baylor, for example, Gonzaga, Michigan, some of these teams that are merging. They, you know those teams. Uh, I, would, I would say especially Gonzaga obviously is always in the conversation for a championship contender um, Baylor has started to become that um, but then you look at Michigan they were they've been in it, in it I mean in the Final four championship game I mean it was against Villanova so I mean they, they these teams are still prominent but like you said you still have the teams that you always see make the run uh, Duke and Kentucky to get the recruits and not seeing them in there is going to be like whoa
1: yeah, it is gonna it's gonna be different, but I do think it it, it, it leads to parity. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that team. Oh well, they've got the experience. They've been there before. They're they're gonna figure it out. Well, no, you're you're gonna have teams like uh like Baylor. You're gonna have teams like West Virginia. Uh, yeah, Huggy Bear's got that mullet. I oh, love it, Bob nice Huggins. Huggins. But uh, uh, hey, what about that? Uh, what about that pizza, Carson? Like it's over here smelling okay. great, and I just yeah. want everybody to know he has not offered me any of it. Uh, well, so. you know,
2: I went out, and you can have a piece,
1: Wayne. But you have to well, have Chris just,
2: first. I don't want it now. You have to ask Chris first. I don't want it now. All right. <laughs> I got, I
1: got four I've got two little four boys. I really uh, have plenty of experience. So the piece is
2: good. It's really good. I mean,
1: it, it's, yeah, a, it hit the spot for We're sure. We may have to try something new every week and get the get the yeah, so and like, approach on it. That's exactly. what We need to make that a segment. That could be, well, I mean, you're gonna talk 15 minutes. 15 <laughs> minutes the whole time. <laughs> I bet one. I could. Well, I had to turn your mic off because I could hear you chewing. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to do that. Hey, I'm
3: I'm hungry, man. What
1: about it, Chris?
4: Have you tried the pizza yet? I have not. See, he's worked, he's waiting, he waiting to get up. Working. I'm I'm agreeing with y'all on the parody. I mean, I, this will be one of them years. I know. For me personally, I love uh, doing the March Madness boards. Uh, A little bracket action. Yeah, when are we that. doing? The, we're doing uh, that, right? We got to. We got to. I mean, just looking at it, some of the names on the list. It's be some tough games. It is. You look at the top two teams. I mean, you got 24 and 0 Gonzaga. You got 18 1 Michigan. And then, what, 18 1 Baylor right now? But the fourth place team and all the way down have six losses each. I mean, there's so much parity. There's going to be so many close games. I can see a lot of upsets early on. So I'm just, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this opportunity to try to guess at all these. Oh,
5: some, yeah.
1: So Gonzaga opens number one. They're still number one. If they win it all, they will have become national champions and run opening day poll to the end, right? Well, we're going to, yeah, it's kind of a tainted number. Again, we're talking about tainted numbers, but, uh, you know, Gonzaga, they've had a a COVID-stricken year where they haven't played, not to say that that Tennessee would have beaten Gonzaga, but I think, you know, they've had a, a path that is favorable. Uh, for a wire to wire run, but uh, hey, Waino, here's something really interesting. They did not start the season until
5: October the 14th,
1: and the big knock two days before Laura's birthday. The big no- happy birthday early, Laura. <laughs> the big knock is that the coaches, the big time coaches, missing that summer whatever it, magical thing they do—the bonding, the magical coaching, the international trips—they're blaming that. What is, what is the real reason – are they able to do so much in the summer uh, to separate them from the pack? And because of COVID saying you're not even going to practice, it kept them from doing those secret things they did? Yeah, and
5: you understand where I'm going?
1: Yeah. Are, um, they, are they possibly bending the rules a teeny bit and COVID did not allow them to bend them? According to who you ask, man. <laughs> I feel like I mean,
4: it's that's, a, that's
2: a question for uh, somebody else. <laughs> I mean, looking at it, I mean, they,
4: they would have more time to gel, more time to get to know us. I think it was, uh, Springer and uh, the rest of the freshmen yeah. for Tennessee. You know, they come in, they're missing out four to five weeks worth of training and practicing together. You know, you don't get the feel of your teammates as well. Uh, looking at North Carolina, maybe the young three freshman guards they had could have worked better with the two senior centers that they have. I mean, so, to me, that it, it does play. You know, yeah. you don't have that continuity with each other for that time frame. You come into the start of the season, not really playing with each other, not knowing each other's tendencies, it's kind of hard.
1: And then Kentucky, they had the the super stud December twenty sixties done for the year. Yeah. It it really affected the freshmen. And uh, well, I think I, I think it's all about you, you know we we've argued in football that. Uh, uh, the, the health department in Tuscaloosa was scared more of Nick Saban than they were of COVID. And, uh, you know, so I think it's all about how your area deals with certain things, but, but guys talking about the NCAA tournament, if you were to do a, a start bench cut of, of, of sorts of who is impacting the, the absence impacting the NCAA tournament the most, if you look at Duke, Kentucky, in Michigan State, who is impactful the most? Their absence, the biggest void. We'll Dude. start with Chris. Oh, sorry. I wouldn't go with Carson. Carson is biting at the bit. He's me. been biting that pizza. It's I've been it. waiting. So, I
2: I think Duke missing is one of the biggest things. I mean, can you? I mean, literally. I don't think you've first ever, round pick. This team had a Zion Williams and RJ Barrett, a Cam Reddish, three different starters on three different different NBA teams. And not only that, but it's Duke. Every year they've had I really top of the line. That. They're top five all year, and they're not even making the tourney, at least, is
1: what they're saying. Jason, with a loss to Louisville. Jason Ward could answer this question for me, but I don't know that Duke has not made the tournament in your life. When's the last time Duke didn't make the NCAA tournament? Has it been since, what, 03? When you hey, born in 03? Yeah, I was. 83. 83. 83. They they missed it in '95, but yep. that assistant coach took over. So you don't credit that with Shish. Are you talking about Shish? Shush- 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 this is like an encyclopedia. Nineteen ninety five. Let's go to the uh, nineteen ninety five. So. Nineteen ninety five was the wow. last time they missed it. So. But that was with the uh, the coach that took over for The Jayhawks are the only other team that has the longer longest
4: active run. I think it was '83.
1: What what is the what's the money line? And I don't even know what that means in a lot of ways, but. What is the line that Duke runs the table in the ACC tournament and gets it done? Gets in there anyway. Um, I say number three. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible? Can they do it? Too much <laughs> trouble.
2: I got Aren't the easy like answer. This. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> spoken uh, like I a think, true
1: North Carolina fan. <laughs> honestly, I think
2: they get past the second round at most.
1: Yeah, I, I think the ACC uh, still has uh, still has too much firepower to let them get through. Top five. Hey, I, I Kansas, lost some. Room. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: Kansas, Duke. Michigan State and Gonzaga is the fifth one. Last time they were knocked out was nineteen ninety
1: nine. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, saying. No. I think the ACC's down. Yeah, but I'm just saying there. It's not. It's not a walkover conference though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Probably right. Florida State's to lose, Brad. White. I can see. Has, I can it. see Florida State losing. Chris says North Carolina's to lose. I'm just kidding. No. He's like, he's a realist. He, he understands. He understands. Maybe we should go over and play in that tournament this year. <laughs> Maybe Tennessee get over and play in that tournament this year. I want to go back on something here. I want to go back on something here. And I, I think
2: Gonzaga, when we're talking about their number one team in the nation, who are they playing? They were competing in a Loyola bottom <laughs> He tried. He was like, <laughs>
3: Maramout,
2: bottom they competed with these teams all the way through the first half
1: into the end of the year. They compete with the lowest level teams you can find. I just, I just wanted to be known. Ever since Carson made fun of me on air about the word terminate that I said he is, he is, he is continuing. And today to it was hilarious when you click, you click the one button and it's from our play-by-play stuff. So it was SpongeBob. Well, but I felt like in technical difficulties it worked though. It fit. It did kind of fit though. <laughs> Talking about the ACC,
4: uh, I think I put my money on Virginia. I mean, they've been like there. Done that. Well,
1: they've been there, done that. You know, They have seen both sides of the card. I'll give you that.
4: Their, their defense is
1: still incredible. But Boston all, College.
4: Hey, we, <laughs> hey, we saw they Boston two College a couple year. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> they
1: got two wins on the year. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't believe it. I don't think it'll happen. But I'm just saying, there's it's it's that moment when Mike Shishovsky still is special, and, and I could see so, I could see this run happening. I'm so going to be pick uh, because Duke. of what other people say. I'm going to pick Duke in the in, the, in, the, ACC in the ACC tournament, show, not in the. NCAA. I could see it though. I mean, come on. Come I don't on. have a lot of love for Shishovsky when he lost two back-to-back games and uh, immediately started talking about all the people that had died from COVID and why are we even playing Alabama's coach. What's his name now? Oaks <laughs> called him out. Yeah. coach he was was laughing a, about. Coach would not that. have said one word if he would have won those two games. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to cancel the whole season. So I know. Because he lost.
4: I just want to point out, watching Coach K lose is incredible for me as much as probably Tennessee fans watching Nick
1: Saban lose. I'll be honest, I don't, I, I would rather, like a lot of people's like, I'd rather see somebody lose than Tennessee win. I'm not that guy. Did you see I want the, the picture Tennessee of Coach K yelling at the referees? Which that, one? I mean, I feel like that's, we his went to face, a game, and it's His it's face looked like he was going to bite the ref's arm off and chew it <laughs> and eat it. It could happen. It could the, happen. It could. The face, you have to look at it. It's yeah. Evil. But Kentucky, um. I mean, Kentucky missing this yeah, big. Man. They'll mm-hmm. have to run the SEC I tournament when to even make it. In. I I don't know I, I, I think the I think the biggest absence is Kentucky. You yeah, know who and, my pick is? And the reason being is cuz I feel like for what Cal's being paid and what the expectation is in, in the bluegrass state is I feel like them not being there is just another thorn in that side yeah, and it's yeah. a, it's one that I appreciate. I like it, but uh, I'm just saying I think that one weighs the heaviest just because the most wins in college basketball history. Uh, the the opportunities there. The uh, the not going to see those players next year. That is Kentucky basketball. Uh, I think that weighs as well. Take, in him. Taking a knee hurt Coach Cal uh, when all the players and coaches did it, and uh, not coming out for the national anthem. A lot of the bluegrass uh, state is turned on him. Yeah, he he's kind of getting defensive. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I. I think I think, obviously, I want Tennessee to win, but my my favorite here is a sleeper. Arkansas right now is playing the best ball they've played all season, eight in a row.
1: They're peaking. And I think
2: that they have a lot of weapons on this team. And the way they play with Alabama could be an SEC championship.
1: Uh, I think you're exactly right. i'm I'm gonna try to get this last giveaway in before while we're still on the air. Uh, Carson's going to pull it and we have got, uh, a spoken about an axe house gift card, grind swag, and a lot of other stuff for Mr. Rex Sutton, Rex Sutton. If you're in the house, come on back here. We've got a bag for you. We're going to try to get a picture of you and try to be a little bit more formal than we were. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the last time, but uh, good thing is Carson, you only have one option. You can pick up that bag. Yeah, that's good. We're that, going to be on point there. But yeah. Mister Rex Sutton is the winner here. We're going to try to get him back here before the uh, the top of the hour. But uh, before we uh, before we sign off, want to thank all the sponsors that make this thing happen: J and J Lawn Services, Miss Tressa Leakwire of Realty Executives Group, Donna Cry with uh, Mortgage Investors Group, and the uh, the Home Place now the Party Pub, Mister Brad, Brad and Miss Lisa White um they are they are gracious hosts they've brought us in here they fed carson and uh, and chris is over there eating as we speak but uh mm-hmm. that was the task to feed great analysts. <laughs> great uh, great place to be i've always had a good time when i've been here dark tournaments on thursdays and saturdays ladies night after we go off the air at seven we're going to get carson out the side door and uh and then we've also uh they've got karaoke on the weekend so you, you can't you won't – if you are not – if you're looking for fun, you can find it here. Their new location in New Midland Plaza, a great venue, large for uh, for social distancing options. But, again, uh, they are a great place to be in a place that we like uh, to frequent. But um, thank all of the sponsors. Thanks to the listeners. Again, we're going to work on our technical difficulties and get that thing right by next week. But, uh, but Carson, it has been fun, but well, we're going to have to get out of here. Boone, thanks for coming in. little pinch hit action. Uh, Chris Adios. over there on the control. Thanks. He's he's uh, he's eating so he'll be uh, he'll be off the mic but uh, but Carson you got a basketball game good luck thank you and again if you want to hear yep. some basketball tomorrow night you'll have the Lady Rebels in the Region Championship on our sister station WGAP but if you're on your road home or you're out and about take care be safe and yes grind on.
5: WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.